titties when I puff on it. I got some bucks on it, but it ain't enough on it. Go get the S, the T, I, D, E, S. Nevertheless, I'm hella fresh, rolling joints like a cigarette. So pass it across the table like ping pong. I'm gone, beating my chest like King Kong. And so wrap my lips around the 40. And when it comes to getting another stogie, fools all kick in like Shinobi. Know me, ain't my homie to begin with. It's too many hands to beat. Papa, let that my friend get bit. Unless you pull out the fat crispy. Five dollar bill on the real before it's history. Cause fools be having them vacuum lungs. And if you let them hit it for free, you hella dumb. Da -dum -dum. I come to school with a tailor on my earlobe. Avoiding all the thick teasers, skeezers, and weirdos. That be throwing off the land like where the bomb at. Give me two bucks, you take a puff and pass my bomb back. Suck up the dank like a slurpee. The serious bomb will make a nigga go delirious like Eddie Murphy. I got more going pains than Maggie. Cause homies nag me to take the dank out of the Who's locked in? Yami Riago's here, says I really like the new background animation. Thank you. Thanks. Orion says attending Maz this morning, phone on silent. Everyone, thank you. Hey, thank you. Goes with the MCR at the house. Spencer Groves in the house. Well, it's cracking. Fisher Alex is talking about badges. Because he's like a cub scout. Pink for the next meaning wave loyalty badge color. Oh, that's nice. What does that mean? What does that do? What does that what does that denote? Spencer Groves is about to get after it. Good. It's get after it o'clock. That's what time it is. Just in case you was wondering what time it is. It's get after it o'clock. Yeah, dig. 
What's going on this week? What you aiming at this week, baby? What you all aiming at this week? This morning I'm finishing an album. Then I'm aiming at setting up the next six months. Yeah. It's still crazy, nigga. Whoop. AK, nigga. Though I've grown a lot, can't keep it home a lot. It's when I frequent the spots that I'm known to rock. Hear the bass from the truck when I'm on the block. Ladies, they pay homage, but haters say Drake fell off. Ah. My last album was the chronic. They wanna know if he still got it. They say rap's changed. They wanna know how I feel about and it. You ain't up on Dr. Dre is the name. I'm ahead.
ahead of my game Still puffing my leaf, still fuck with the beat Still not loving police Still rock my khakis with a cuff and a crease Still got love for the streets, reppin' 213 Still the beats bang, still doing my thing Since I left, ain't too much change Still, I'm representing for the gangsters all across the world Still, hitting them donors and them lolos Still, taking my time to perfect the beat And I still got love for the streets It's the deal I'm representing for the gangsters all across the world Still, hitting them donors and them lolos Still, taking my time to perfect the beat And I still got love for the streets <laughs> see how see how you affect this stuff. I was about to go in and I was gonna do like uh, I don't know. I was just gonna play mashups right now. That was my plan. That was my plan. You just derail my plan because you pointed something out. Uh, what was it? Yummy Rialgo. Somebody said Yummy Rialgo. Yeah, it says uh, in Watts Wave, she loves me. I love how you make the music exactly the way that Watts describes music being made. Around the two minute mark. Respect. Yami Rialgo says, I noticed on my fifth replay or so, and I was like Antonio Banderas in a gif where he notices something on the laptop. Like, damn, so cool. That's someone noticed that. Now, the only time when the holy people had a ball was when, for example, the Islamic artists made arabesques and the Celtic artists made fantastically intricate lattices to decorate the margins of their gospels and missiles. They are unbelievably beautiful, or take stained glass, or something like that. But what are they doing? What's it all about? What, what are they doing? What's it all about? What will you do in heaven? It's like the musician, he likes to take a melody and he likes to put another melody that fits in with it and another one that fits in with both and then a fourth one and arrange them together and he invents an instrument like an organ that he plays with two hands then he adds foot pedals so that he can play with his two feet and he gets this hand doing one rhythm, this doing another, this doing another and this doing another that makes it complicated. And so when drummers get together and somebody starts out with a certain rhythm, and then that rhythm has holes in it. In other words, it has certain silences, and the next drummer fills those silences in an interesting way. He comes and picks out a pattern. And what do you imagine DNA is? The basic form of biological existence. from those genes. So what we're doing way down is saying, do you ask me she don't, she have me she won't, she would if she could, but she can't. Do you ask me she don't, she have me she won't, she would if she could, but she can't. Do you ask me she don't, she have me she won't, she would if she could, but she can't. Do you ask me she don't, she have me she won't, she would if she could, but she can't. But this is the way life is going on. Do you ask me she don't, she have me she won't, she would if she could, but she can't. 
You can take the attitude that all this is terrible, or that it's dreadfully serious. You see, you can play comedies, you can play tragedies, farces, histories and romances and all that kind of thing, and you can take these various attitudes to it. If you are awakened, and as it were, you've been let into the secret, which is what we've been talking about, as the web is also the curtain, the veil, veil which hides the face of God from the angels. See, there's always this veil. That's why we like the strip teams. As there's an implication that this, you should never give the show completely away. Always should be a little bit of a veil left, you see. There always is. There always is. Because even if you find the striptease artist gets completely naked, there's really something hidden. What's the motivation? What sort of a person is she? Would I really like to embrace her? Or would she have bad breath? You never really know. You never really get to the bottom. That's why everybody, all men, poets, say that women are basically mysterious. And they ought to be. So are men basically mysterious. From women's point of view. Although they play that they're not. See, this is the way it goes. Men are supposed to be very open. And they say, well, at a certain situation, this is the way it is. After all, it's perfectly rational. It's a matter of practical affairs. And women say, Well, she said, I'm not quite as articulate as you are, but I know there's something you've left out, but I can't explain it. And by this means, everything is kept going. She loves me, she don't, she loves me, she wants, she wouldn't if you but she can't. She loves me, she don't, she loves me, she wants, she wouldn't if you but she can't. She loves me, she don't, she loves me, she wants, she wouldn't if you but she can't. But this is the way life is going on. Yeah. She loves me, she don't, she loves me, she wants, she wouldn't if you but she can't. Say. What are we to do with an elf? Cherry hazelnuts. 
Uh, you know, that becomes a little harder to contextualize in psychoanalytic theory. Although Jung did a good job when he said autonomous elements can escape from the psyche's control and present themselves as independent entities. I'm not sure he's ever seen a self-transforming elf machine. It's the defining characteristic of the true DMT flash. I mean, it is not subtle. These things mob you like badly trained Rottweilers. They come bounding forward by the dozens, by the hundred. They jump into your body. They jump out of your body. I mean, it maps to some degree over the archetype of the little people. The leprechaun, the fae, and being Irish and being Jungian. I'm willing to entertain, you know, maybe I have a special relationship to this stuff. But then in the Amazon, the people using DMT that I studied, the reason they did it, they said, was to speak with the little people. Was to speak with the little people. Well, Yami Rago. What are we to do with an elf? Well, Pitsio Cat. What are we to do with an elf? Twitcher Alex, do you know? I don't know if you do. What puzzles me about my context with these beings, it conforms to, let's say, the Irish model. They are small, full of merriment almost to a manic and frightening level. It's sort of like a Bugs Bunny cartoon gone berserk. They are friendly, but play rough. It's a land of explosions and falling anvils. The overwhelming feeling is love, this kind of crazy, childish affection. And they're delighted to have me in their presence. These entities have an agenda. It's a very curious agenda. They use a language which you see. It is made out of sound, but you see it. And the entire point of the encounter seems to be to teach you to do this. They want you to transform your language. They want you to speak elfish. But you know what? If you've never done DMT and you just smoked it and you're 30 seconds into this experience and it's and this is what it's come down to. What are we to do with an elf? Ah!
anybody know what to do with these elves? No one seems to know, really. That means a good question. What are we to do with an elf? That was Terence McKenna there from the album Clockwork Elves. Uh, that album was made in, uh, I think, as I recall, didn't I make that album in day or something ridiculous? I made that album very, very quickly. Sometimes the albums take a long time. Sometimes they take uh, a small amount of time. This most recent one uh, was quite labor intensive. Uh, you know, there's like the last song on the new album. Uh, took me days and days now that's not you know it's funny because i'm like oh my god it took me days and days you know like some bands and musicians and stuff they'll spend months on a song they'll spend years on a song leonard cohen spent um how many years was it writing hallelujah was it eight years I think it was eight years so you know i'd be like oh it took me a couple of days not so bad but yeah clockwork hours was real fast baby i did that real fast and uh, Clockwork Hells was done in reaction to, um, I think it was JRE 9-11, I believe, because uh, Alex Jones was on there. And he just started talking, and it was like Terence McKenna was talking through him. He was just saying Terence McKenna shit. It was the weirdest thing. And lots of people would hit me up going, oh my god, you should, do it. You should wave Alex Jones. I was like, no baby, I'll go to the source. If you're interested in Clockwork Hells, like... We'll just go right, we'll go to the source, baby, and he can tell you all about the Clockwork Elves. And I'm glad I did that. Um, I'm really glad I did that because I'm glad this record exists. Some records, these little, some of them do, their genesis does, um, is a reaction to something that's happened. I, it's probably about, I don't know, maybe 10% of them are like that. Normally it's, you know, me and my big grand plan and overarching vision and uh, the tale that we're telling and the place we're getting to and the lessons we're we're learning and the information we're moving towards and then the odd thing will pop up and that'd be like like that it was a reactive thing now i always wanted to get into you know terence mckenna talking about that sort of shit so it wasn't fully like derailed but there was a cultural moment and i wanted to uh explain it a bit Yamariago says, I always start my morning with a DMT flash instead of coffee. Jump starts your morning just right. <laughs> yeah, right. One minute, you're, you're kind of trying to wake your ass up. Next minute, you're getting mobbed by jeweled self-dribbling basketball that shit will wake you up that shit will get you out of bed tachyonic deer says incremental improvement is the goal for this week and every week yes one thing i'm looking forward to this week is uh between albums between albums, I always take a little bit of time to uh, to work on the uh, the back end of my album making process, which means you know finding new instruments, finding new sounds, cataloging sounds, uh, building templates, uh, 
listening to records, going digging, that kind of thing. So I'm gonna have a little bit of time doing that. It's just, just a joyful process. I do love that part of it. Spencer Grove had not heard the Terence McKenna song. How nice. How nice uh, to not have heard a song. Uh, Yami Rialgo says, I love discovering new gems I didn't hear and then discovering little nuances in them. Feels like it works. That is one thing about Meaning Wave and stuff. I do pack lots of little Easter eggs into records and stuff. That's something I've got to do this morning when I get out of here. I'm just going to go finish the last... Uh, the detailing of the last couple of tracks on Meaning Wave Masterpieces. The detailing basically means that. It means like the little... The little bits of... Uh, of fairy dust. Little Easter eggs and stuff of that nature. Fresh Freakers, have you considered Mythwave an album encompassing the other? Yes, of course. Of course, of course. That is on the list. <laughs> Yami Riago says, Meaning Stream 200 should be organized in a way that every viewer should be either on DMT or Mushrooms. Who's going to organize that? <laughs> Damn, son, where'd you find this? Appropriate response. What were you like when I was 25? Huh? Hmm. Well, I was obsessed. When I was 25 or so, I... Probably weighed about 138 pounds. I smoked like a pack of cigarettes a day. I drank a tremendous amount of alcohol. My friends were heavy drinkers and most of them dropped out of school by the time they were 15 or 16, went off to work on oil rigs. And it was a rough town and we drank a lot. I started when I was 14 and I had a lot of bad habits and I wasn't in great shape physically. I was also still intellectually obsessed as I am now. I would have been in 85 but i decided around then about 85 84 something like that year that i was really going to try to get my act together so i started doing that i first of all i quit smoking well that took a long time because i eventually had to quit drinking too in order to quit smoking and i started working out started playing sports which i'd never done i was a small kid i'd been skipped a grade and i was small for my age so sports were never really a domain of expertise for me although i skied and your father in body and spirit. 
spirit behind you. Because if your father rejects you or doesn't form a relationship with you, it's as if the spirit of civilization has left you outside the walls as of little worth. It's very difficult for people to recover from that. So the father should be an encouraging force, but can be a tyrannical and crushing force. It's, that's a very difficult thing to get right. If you're my son, then I should impose the highest standards of behavior on you. And I should always be judging what you're doing. I should be judging it with the aim of making the best in you come forward. But getting that balance exactly right is very difficult. It's like the mother who's too overprotective. I'll never let anything happen to you. It's like, well, maybe you actually want to have something happen to you. It's like, no, I'm going to make you strong so any number of things can happen to you. And when you need some care, I'll be there. But otherwise, like out into the world with you, that's the right attitude. And for the father, it's like, get your bloody act together. It's an amazing thing in our culture 
everybody is afflicted with ontological guilt. For example, if a policeman comes to the door, everybody is instantly frightened. You wonder what on earth have I done? And there are certain clergy who are absolute excellent in making you feel guilty. They are really marvelous. And there are clergy of all kinds, for all classes, and for all levels of intelligence. And they can make you feel real guilty. <laughs> Only you have to watch always what games people are playing. You have to watch always what games people are playing. You have to watch always what games people are playing. You have to watch always what games people are playing. Now you see the thing is that really is a puzzle. They don't admit they're playing games. And when a person is playing games and doesn't admit that they're playing games, then you have some kind of a of a trickster who um, isn't really being fair to you. Now, of course, the game that this game is not a game has a certain kind of a fascinating quality to it. How mixed up can we all get? Let's try. How mixed up can we all get? Let's try. See? That is a certain possibility in that. I would like to go insane and be as insane as anybody has ever been and be the farest out crazy nut in the world. See, that's a game. But it's not a good game. It's uh, a game being played by a person who didn't really understand that everyday life was a game too. And I think the most important thing is to admit this. Only you have to watch always what games people are playing. You have to watch always what games people are playing. You have to watch always what games people are playing. You have to watch always what games people are playing.
there was the very analog, very natural, very wholesome, awesome leaves. The Akira. Here of the Dawn. Is that on Lo-Fi Beats 1? It's on one of the Lo-Fi Beats albums. I've done quite a few. What up, RB, RB1234? Broadcasting live from Jerusalem. Says I might be taking a break from the virtual world. This might be my final, my last MAZ for a bit. Maz has been a light in my world these past few months. Hey, God bless. Been wonderful having you here. Patrick Michelson says, I finally moved out from my parents' home in an effort to chase my dreams of becoming a psychologist and recovering from my inborn hearing injury. It's going great so far. Hey. Congratulations to you. Prince Breaker says, that's something I've been thinking about quite a lot. In my personal journey through the archaic revival, should technology be rejected or held with restraint in my life? I think perhaps. But I'm faced with the notion that tech is only going to advance and grow. So I want to be ready to wrestle with it when I must and synthesize when I can. Sherry Hazelnut speaking to RBRB1234 says the digital cleanse is a wonderful thing. RBRB1234 says I love this song. Well, you know, when, if you're switching off the internet, whatever it is you're doing, just make sure you've got the music downloaded from Bandcamp. And then you can play it at will. And you can make your own M-A-Z. I don't think I've ever had a digital cleanse. I've basically been I've been uh, extremely online <laughs> since I discovered it. Uh, in the late 90s, I guess. But that's just because I've been really getting after it. <laughs> I guess the only time I was off it was like in around 2004 when I went on an adventure to America and I was like getting lost out in the woods and stuff like that and I didn't have a smartphone because they hadn't invented them yet. It's strange though, I feel like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I want to be a man of my time. I remember Chili Gonzalez saying that to me. See, it's funny to me now. But I remember he just turned 40 and uh, we were making a rap song and he was he was going to call his album The 40-Year-Old Rapper. It seemed pro so preposterous to be a 40-year-old rapper at that point. Now it's very normal. That was Jay-Z. But, uh... He's like, you know, I just love... I, I, he says, you know, I really... I remember we were talking about Little B. He just got into Little B. And he's like, you know, I'm gone 40, but I still I still really stay in touch with the culture. He's like, I really love it. He goes, and I really, you know, put in work to be a, to to be aware of what's going on and be abreast of what's going on in music and technology. He said, I want to be a man of my time. He said, I want to be a man of, of my time. I want to... Uh, I'm paraphrasing after. He said he def definitely said that. But he said he wanted, you know, what he did to have... Uh, to have use and meaning to the people of the world now, you know, and uh, and I agree with that. Well, I mean, that's I that's what I want to do. 
You know, I want to be a man of my time. I want to be useful now. You know, there are a few things in life uh, more gratifying than being useful. And uh, it's very difficult to be useful if you uh, to the people of the day if you do not understand the people of the day and their ways and customs and, and their culture. So it, it is something of a sacrifice because it would be lovely to go sit up the top of a fucking mountain, you know, and just drink from a stream and and not have to deal with uh, notifications or whatever, you know, whatever it is. That would be lovely. It is a sacrifice. It is a sacrifice uh, to engage at the level you need to engage to be useful. And then there's the degrees of that, you know, some people go too far. You can get too deep into it so you're no longer useful. It's the uh, the thing I always think about and I always talk about is in Ferris Bueller's Day Off when Cameron is looking at that painting and he's just kind of looking at it and he gets so, he's looking at this oil painting and he's looking at it so close it no longer makes any sense. It's just blobs, you know? You can't be too deep into the, the culture that you do not understand it. You do need to have a bit of a distance so that you know what is going on, you know? you got to have that zoom out view. But you got to be paying attention. And you got to be consistently paying attention because shit moves so fast. If you stop paying attention for a little while, it won't make sense to you anymore. And then you've lost the connective tissue, you know? Uh, so I think digital breaks are probably a good idea. And I think you could get away with it for, um, it depends what you're trying to do. But if you want to be engaged in the culture and you want to be useful, uh, don't unplug too long. Because when you plug back in again, it won't make much sense. It won't make much sense to you. You know? But, um, I mean, I don't even know what too long would be now. Maybe a year? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I haven't tried it. And all of this is theoretical. All this is theoretical. Saving the world. Saving the world. Saving the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see what Terence has to say about that. It's like a Terence morning today, huh? Yeah. In spite of my nature boy thrust in most contexts, I'm very interested in virtual reality and the idea of making the imagination explicit or interiorizing the exterior world. One vision that I've had of the kind of future utopia is it opens on a world which looks like our world of 10,000 years ago. People live tribally, they are physically perfect, they are naked, they want for nothing. They appear to have no material culture whatsoever. Then when you shift your point of view so that you're inside one of these people's heads, you discover that when they close their eyes, there are menus hanging in space in front of them. And by glancing at these menus with a certain intensity, they are able to make their way into a culture that is entirely three-dimensionally present for them, but which nowhere impinges on the world of three-dimensional space. 
lack of that computing power is. Or it's toy. How can I make another system happy? That's what I was trying to do.
a lot of judgment. We consume as animals. And I think if one feels overwhelmed, they should stop consuming. Stop consuming. I don't put social media consumption in a very different place than the films and music and books that one reads. The collective replies to people's angst is no different than Kurt Cobain's singular angst. And I think we're forgetting the upside. There's so much love and greatness going on every day. Forgetting the upside. Humans find what they're looking for. We're forgetting the upside. There's so much love and greatness going on every day. Forgetting the upside. Humans find what they're looking for. I think it's great. I don't care about social media. I really don't. I care about humans communicating with each other. I'm fascinated by communication, and I'm fascinated that we now have a collective ability to communicate at a scale that we've never seen before. And I think right now people are focusing on the downside of that. If you're signing into Twitter to find a fight, or to find somebody to fight with, some negativity, you're gonna find it. I think if you go to Twitter or Instagram to find happiness and positivity, it's there. It's there. That's scale. scale. And I think we're forgetting the upside. There's so much love and greatness going on every day. Forgetting the upside. Humans find what they're looking for. We're forgetting the upside. So much love and greatness going on every day. Forgetting the upside. Humans find what they're looking for. Baby, how you all doing? Shouts out to the chat. The chat are having an interesting discussion about uh, Neuralink. And uh, good or bad. Neuralink, good or bad. Some people think good. Some people think bad. Some people think hurrah. Uh, RBRB1234 has been talking about uh, disconnecting from uh, the digital realm for a while. Says, I do like meeting like-minded people in the virtual world. I never click with people 100% in real life. My obsession with personal development is to the point where... The main music I listen to is Akira the Don. Let's just say not everyone relates. Lol. Really? Who could not relate to a person who just exclusively listens to Akira the Don? Sounds like a bunch of weirdos to me. <laughs> Rambro5000 says, I will not be getting the newer link. No flipping way. Yeah, she said frigging. I don't know why I read it as flipping. Uh, it says, can you imagine unskippable YouTube ads in your head? Just get an ad block, baby. Just get that ad block. Who has YouTube ads? I haven't seen a YouTube ad in years. I got the ad block. Yamari yeah, Yago says, uh, the idea is that you will have full control of it. Now, of course, corporations will try to incentivize people to watch those ads in order to get some benefit e.g. subpoints, etc. But you will still have control just like you do now. 
Uh, do you ever read Transmetropolitan by Derek Robertson and Warren Ellis? A lot of what was in Transmetropolitan has come to pass. That's an interesting thing to, to read because uh, it was quite prophetic. It was written about 25 years ago or something. One of the things they have in there, one of the concepts is uh, advert bombs. And uh, they go off in your dreams. So you can get, I think the way it works is you get like, you know, your uh, your TV or your internet. I think they call it like hyper feed or something in, in Transmetropolitan. The feed, I think they call it. And uh, the idea is that like you get the part of the payment for that is that you get adverts, right? But you can set the adverts to go off in your dreams while you're asleep so that uh, it doesn't affect your waking life. So some people choose to do that and they get the advert bombs in their sleep. People would do that as well, not realizing that uh, that could be even more more powerful and uh, affect their work, their waking life than actually suffering through them in waking life. Jay Curtis 56 says, I'll be tracking down the rooted custom Android ROM version of Neuralink. Yeah, just, just make sure you don't get uh, Microsoft. <laughs> You know, don't, don't get Windows. Forrester says, I have meaning wave bombs. Exactly. You want to make sure that you always inject novelty. It's what triggers memory. Because your brain will get bored of the sameness. So you need to trigger memory and attention. Contrast is a way to get people to move from where they are to where you want them to be. You just say, well, it's much, much less expensive than this. So contrast is one of the most important buttons. Use contrast often. Hey, you don't want to be this bad. You could be over here. Repetition and simplicity. Our brains are just simple machines. Nearly. Repetition and simplicity. Our brains are just simple machines. The more you repeat, the more the wiring gets solidified. Repetition and simplicity. Our brains are just simple machines. And if you keep things simple, the brain can process it and deal with it. And if you keep things simple, the brain can process it and deal with it. If it's complicated, your brain has a tendency to just flush it out. Can't deal with it. Flush it out. The fake because is a form of pseudo-logic. Sometimes you need to get people moving with a fake reason that doesn't actually pass logical uh, standards, but people don't need logical reasons. Just look at politics. People have incredibly different opinions, and many of them are smart. So if you've got smart people on opposite sides of basically every issue, you can see that they don't need real reasons. We're not a species that operates on real reasons. We just, we'll take a fake reason, we'll take one we made up, we'll take a guess, we'll follow our friends. Once you understand that people don't need real reasons, it frees you. Because if you're locked in a little world at a lower level of awareness where you say, well, I'm not gonna convince somebody unless I have a real reason. Sorry, that's not the reality any of us live in. Real reasons are good if you have them, use them. But we don't need them. Real reasons are good if you have them, use them. But we, we don't, don't need them. Nah. 
real reasons are good if you have them use them. But we don't need them. Once you know you don't need them and that reality can be authored, you're in better shape. Repetition is simplicity. Our brains are just simple machines. Repetition is simplicity. Our brains are just simple machines. The more you repeat, the more the wiring gets solidified. Repetition and simplicity. Our brains are just simple machines. Repetition and simplicity. Our brains are just simple machines. Repetition and simplicity. Our brains are just simple machines. The more you repeat, the more the wiring gets simplified. Repetition and simplicity. Scott Adams Gaming with Leo says I woke up with Scott Adams album in my head and now I tune into the stream and it's here wow feels like it works Fortune what's cracking baby thought you went riding around on a motorcycle for a thousand miles yesterday says I got caught in a storm in Dallas and bumper to bumper traffic full downpour I wanted to pull over and get a motel and call the mission Goggins kept me going and an hour later, it was clear skies, and I was on 35 North headed home. Amazing experience. Epic. Proud of you. Rambro5000 says, I met a cute dog this morning. I think he was lost, so I gave him some water, and then he just wandered off. <laughs> magical moments. Those magical moments, baby. Prince Tabrik is uh, talking about Neuralink, says... The biggest desire factor is the potential to have an instrument or tool that I can wrestle with by the power of my own mind. Something I can master from within that bypasses my twitching hands and stammering lips. A field of creative potential that is mine for the taking. That's some supervillain talk right there. Gorgeous as Rogan, Jocko, Goggins will just blow a lineup in my head at 3.30 a.m. Get after it. Yeah, you could do the uh, that angel thing I talk about. You know, you choose your angels. You could just, like, get them as holograms. You know, they come along and kick you in the dick. Call your pooping pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows, baby? All we know is that it's happening in our lifetimes and we will watch it. And we will get to decide whether we want to be involved or not. Whether we will participate in that aspect of the culture or not. Arial says, I was rocking the fuck out this morning to How I Made Meaning Wave. Get after it, bucko. Marvellous. Sherry Hazelnut says the moon over LA right now is a nice shade of pink because of the smoke. Is LA still on fire? Raw. It's a beautiful day here in Texas. Dripping springs. Beautiful day to get after it. We're about to go forth and be mighty. I'm going to go put the final touches to this record. So thank you for joining me this morning. We'll be back at 7 p.m. We're having a special Get After It set on the Meaning Stream tonight. Turbo Motivation Get After It set. 
So come on down if that's the kind of thing you need today. Uh, if you need more Meaning Wave without having to press any buttons, Meaning Wave Radio 24-7 is on the second channel on YouTube right now. We moved it over as an experiment, so you can go check it out there. Thank you for being here. You have a blessed day. Uh, we need a high five. We didn't do a high five today, I know. I apologize. I got derailed. It was derailing. It's so funny. In another universe, I didn't look at the chat at that particular second, and I just played, like, hype bootlegs all morning. But uh, I did look at the chat, and that derailed me, and we went, we went Meaning Wave. Yeah. Three, two, one. You guys have a beautiful day, baby.